Hi, Life Uplifters! My name is Astuti Marto Sudirjo. I am a life coach and a subconscious mind reprogrammer who is the host of this channel, a place where you can find inspirations, tips, and companions to support you in your journey to uplift you and your life. For us go-getters, to achieve and to grow are very important and we often mistakenly link our identity with these two things. It is not uncommon that in the journey of growing and achieving, we face a sense of inadequacy. This means that despite how much we grow and achieve, we still feel depleted, frustrated, exhausted, generally inadequate. I experienced that in the year of 2008 and the way I cope with that was to compensate it by doing more. And this unfortunately led me to a burnout, a total collapse of my body, which took me years to rise from. I believe vulnerability and burnout are strongly correlated and this is exactly what this episode is about. I am inviting Maria Elena Martinez, who I will refer as Nena, into this conversation. This conversation consists of two episodes. The first one, which is this one, is where Nena and I are discussing about what vulnerability is and isn't, why it is important for us to go to this space called vulnerability to combat the feeling of inadequacy, to prevent burnout, to come back up, to rise up from burnout, and how to do that on daily basis. The second episode, which is the next one, is when Nena and I are discussing about how we can integrate vulnerability as a lifestyle to support us to show up as better managers and leaders at the workplace. Nena Martinez is the first Latin American certified Daring Way facilitator and case consultant. She was trained directly with Dr. Brené Brown, one of the leading world experts on the topic of vulnerability and shame. Brené Brown also teaches many, 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 many people on how to live courageously and compassionately. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation and I wish that this conversation can help you to show up in your life as uplifted go-getters. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to this episode of Uplift My Life Today. Today is a very special day because 
I have a topic that is so profoundly important into my life. I would like to start off with a quote from Brené Brown. Vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up to be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It is our greatest measure of courage. Now, let me just share a thing that you may not know about me, and that is about my conscious relationship with vulnerability. The first conscious memory that I have about this topic is when I was making a conscious efforts to rise back from my burnout experience at the end of 2008. All the therapists that I work with, different time in the years following that, had led me to a feeling or a place where I felt safe and comfortable to connect with my emotions. My understanding then, this was or is vulnerability. So this episode is to bring forward some information, important information on what actually vulnerability is. What is the function of that in our lives and how to integrate it daily? And for that, I'm very grateful to have Maria Elena Martinez, who I will refer as Nena, to join us in this chat. Nena is a certified Daring Way facilitator and case consultant. I know you're curious about what Daring Way is. So, of course, I'm going to ask Nena later to share what that means. Nena is the first facilitator in Latin America who trained with Brené Brown to work together with parents, therapists, psychologists, students, and school staff covering the topic of socio-emotional issues of individuals. Vulnerability and shame are some of the key topics that she has immersed herself in over the past years. Nena is joining us today from Monterrey, Mexico where she resides with her husband and her triplets. <laughs> yes, three triplets. She has three boys. Can you believe it? Nena definitely has a lot to share from her own journey with vulnerability as well as from her expertise working to support others. Welcome, Nena. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Astuti, for inviting me. It's an honor. Ah, We are very happy to have you. What is Daring Way? <laughs> Let's start <laughs> off with that. <laughs> well, Daring Way is a Bernays Brown uh, program. She has amazing things going on with her. And it's, it's like an organization where she has, um, we go and train with her different curriculums based on her research. Yeah. It's the Daring Greatly, the Rising Strong, the Gifts of Imperfection. There are um, several curriculums that we we can be trained as, so we can facilitate the work with other people. So basically, I'm trained with those programs, and I, and I share her work with, with clients, individual sessions, and groups. Would you mind t taking us on your journey that leads you to this vulnerability topic <laughs> and sure. Brené Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I had a beautiful life, if I could judge my life. I, I really appreciate the childhood I had, my family, my brothers and sisters. And there was a time when we shared uh, TED Talks with a friend and she shared uh, Bernice Brown TED Talk. And, it, and she was uh, just standing in the in the, on stage sharing her experience and her research. But she was 
with an open heart. She mm -hmm. was vulnerable at stage and I saw her and there was something in me that said, I wanted to be like that. I wanted to be free to, to wear whatever I want, to do whatever I want, like just to be free on stage and, and to feel enough, right? So I, I learned to please a lot and to mm. receive love by pleasing and, perform, and performing and perfecting without realizing. I, didn't, I wasn't conscious about it and, and it worked for me. I mean, it was great. I, I achieved so many things, you know, but <laughs> I always was number two, right? Was, mm. I, I tried to please other people and if they were okay, I was okay. Mm. Like, so everything depended on that. And I was great at what I did but it was a high cost. Sometimes I, I wasn't sure if, I, if, if that was what I wanted. So when I saw her, I went into her website and I started um, researching, you know, and, and I thought, well, I should be certified and, and trained. Not as a facilitator at that time. It was like a five or six years ago. I needed that process. I needed to really understand what was going on with my thoughts, behaviors, and, and knowing that I was able to say no if I want to and to really value myself. I am worthy and, and I can say no. And even if people don't like it, that's okay, you know? So I started my journey. I started working, then sharing her work in, in different um, settings and populations. And, and it's been a journey, <laughs> a journey. And I've been um, so grateful for that. Was there a trigger point that you experienced in life, something that was specific that let you feel like, oh, I just want to free myself, really? Free myself from all this unconscious expectations and stuff? Okay. I, I can't remember like a specific situation, but I do remember that I wanted to, to say no, and I couldn't. Okay. I, like, I mean, I could, but I, I wasn't there yet. So I just said yes to everyone. I, had, I love to help. And mm -hmm. I created my, the image of being perfect, you know, not perfect, but, you know, like trying to do everything well and having everything under control and that I was tired. I think it was more like, you know what? I don't want to do it anymore. I want to mm -hmm. do it with an open heart without having to prove something or to know that, oh, Nene is so nice and she's always helping and look at what she does, you know, like yeah, yeah. I wanted to be able to make mistakes without having people like, oh, did you know what happened? You know, I wanted to be free on that, mm. to be able to do whatever I was able to do without that judgment that I had on myself, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> the harshest <Yeah>. judge <laughs> we yeah. have is ourselves. <laughs> How do you integrate vulnerability in your life today, Nena? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to start sharing Bernice Brown's definition of vulnerability. Oh, yes. yes. So she said with the research, she has three aspects. That is um, risk, the first one, uncertainty and emotional exposure. Mm -hmm. Those three things are what vulnerability is about. So we have to risk being comfortable, being, um, you know, like a low profile, like being behind the shade. So we, we have to risk whatever we're going through, being comfortable whatever, with where we are. We have the uncertainty piece that our mind hates, right? We want to know everything. We want to know what's going to happen. We want to control. So there's the uncertainty piece and then the emotional exposure because we're exposed, exposed to feel everything. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to feel um, pain or shame or those things that, right, we don't uh, really enjoy. Yeah. So I can relate that to my life that since I, didn't, I don't want to feel those things, I had to perform. I had to perfect. I had to please. 
you know so i vulnerability was something that i had to to stop or not to not to feel so i start numbing or i start performing but the thing is then i couldn't feel joy mm -hmm. you know i could feel joy like in a in a small amount of joy but i couldn't really enjoy the moment because mm -hmm. i had to control everything my husband my kids the environment what i did like even the people you love right yeah. so everything had to be like under control so i had to be like certain of what's going on and you have to behave like this and don't say those things it's not good for anyone not even for my for myself right so i had to start digging into that and saying like it's okay People are people. My husband will be my husband, you know, if you like him or not. But I had to work with me to know that I was enough so I could really show up in my life. I didn't want to, for example, if, try a new class. Mm -hmm. No, because if I don't do it well, like I just do dancing, you know, boxing, no boxing, because if, I do, if I do, I'm not as good at it, then I won't try. And then you start saying no to things that you want because I was afraid of not being as good as I thought I had to be. Yes. So three elements. It's the, the risk, the uncertainty, and the emotional exposure. So the, this is the, the content or what is associated or it is the ingredients of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is not vulnerability? Mm -hmm. Great question. The intention or the, yes, the intention of vulnerability is to connect with others. So sometimes we want to connect and we force things. If I just met you, Astuti, and I want to share some things that maybe our relationship is not there, I will be forcing connection, right? Mm. So I have to be very clear on why do I share, for example, vulnerabilities. So many examples like getting pregnant, um, going to the doctor, starting a new job, you know, have a new project, have a hard conversation right now recording a podcast all <laughs> yeah. of those things right yes because we are risking but we don't know what's going to happen and we're exposing ourselves but it's not oversharing. it's not i'm going to share something so you can so i can play the victim and i will need your attention because i want to do this we have to be very clear on why do we do the things we do why do we want to share why do we want to get pregnant why do we want to run a business mm -hmm. and that why has to be not related to a result you know it has to mm -hmm. be the why of the why you have to go deeper down to your almost to your soul calling you know like yeah. why do i want to record a podcast you know yeah. if people don't listen to it then why do i do it mm -hmm. because if we expect the things we do if we really want those expectations to to be like the success we want we will get disappointed so mm -hmm. it has to be something that is not on the outside it has to be something in the inside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I understand correctly. One can s feel safe in being vulnerable when she or he can access the real reason as to why they want to do anything. Yes. Something that I will add there is when I was practicing vulnerability, life is yes. vulnerable, right? But yes. Like when, for example, I had uh, a situation when I had to talk to someone and I would rather say, nah, it's okay, I won't say anything about it so we can still be friends, you know? But I had the courage to talk with this person and, and say, you know what, I felt this, I wanna know what you think about the situation, you know, this is right, this is not okay. I was afraid, you know, I was like trembling, my body was shaking, that's okay, even though my body is like, no, 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 let's stay safe, let's stay comfortable, 
inside of me, as you said right now, Stuti, I knew that sharing or having that conversation without knowing what was going to happen was what I needed. And that will bring me peace mm -hmm. at the end of the day or even in that moment, even though I was afraid in my body, you know, like I'm doing something courageous. Like when you jump out of a bungee thing or yeah. thing, like you're like, <gasps> but you know that there's something big coming yeah. without knowing what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're aligned to who you are. Mm. Alignment to self is yes. super important. My own experience has shown in the earlier years, so in, in around up to 2008, it was not very easy to open myself up, showing the parts of myself that I felt was weak. So my own judgment about myself, basically. So for example, I was not at ease at all with asking for help. I was always ready to help people, but it's very difficult to ask for help or receive compliment, for example. In regards to asking for help or to tell people what, what was the challenges that I was going through, it was very difficult. And my fear at the time was, what if people judge me? What if they actually doesn't think that the problem that I have is actually a problem? You know, there's a lot of things like you are telling yourself, you're telling stories. I told myself stories. Mm -hmm. So b based on what... Uh, you were just saying vulnerability can only happen when we are connected to the real reason. So does it mean that it's not so important who or what kind of people that you are being vulnerable with or is it important to consider? Mm -hmm. And how do we know if it is important? Yeah. Um, thank you for clarifying that. Well, Bernick has this quote that says that you have to share with the people who are in the right to hear your story. Who has the right to hear my story? Okay. Yeah. Very who aren't that right? I, I think that's amazing. And, and there are some stories that we have that we would like to share with people that our relationship has grown to that point, right? Yeah. But there are other times in my personal life that I've seen that I've shared something with someone that maybe a relationship wasn't there. And it's amazing as well. Mm -hmm. Or it can be the other way, right? Like, why did I say that? And we have the vulnerability hangover, what they say. Mm -hmm. In my experience, I always trust that if my soul spoke something that day, because you don't think about it, right? Sometimes you go like, oh, what did I say? Did I share too much? Was it, you know? Yeah. I trust that whatever happened, that's what I needed to happen because it's, it wasn't intentional. And if it was, then I, I realized that, you know, and double check. Okay, I learned from this experience. So you can always check who do you want to share with, with which topics, you know, because there are people that you know that you feel more um, safe sharing. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we trust that we got to share with someone that maybe even wasn't our friend, you know. I, I have lived both experiences in my life. Yeah. So, yes. I must say, I agree with you. Because only uh, in 2009, I decided to write a story in a book about my burnout. And that was one of the point, time when it took me 10 years to get to that point from the, from the time that it actually happened. Uh, I remember the first few years of coming back from burnout, I really didn't want to tell a lot of people about it. And, uh, and it took quite some work within to, to 
to clarify this, you know, why do you want to share who you would choose? And now it's almost like it really doesn't. I get to a point where, as you said, it, it can be a stranger. It could be somebody sitting in the tram with me and happen to have a chat with me, or it could be uh, some people that I know very well. The key for me, Nana, and I wonder if this is the case that uh, came from the study also, is to follow my intuition. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's key. That's key. Because our mind sometimes uh, tricks us, you know, like, no, don't do that. But our mind is fear-based. Yeah. And our intuition is love-based. Mm-hmm. And we only get those decisions in life, fear or love. So whenever you trust that, and then one and another thing that I try, try to do <laughs> is not to judge the result. Mm. Okay. Sometimes, for example, if your intuition said, share this with that person that's across you or whatever, and then you judge that result, it's very probable that we won't share again. Like, mm. no, he's making this face. Maybe it was too much. And we, and we question ourselves, right? Like, and the mind is the one that, what were you doing? Tell me a story. And we invent the story. Mm -hmm. So what I try to do is really connect with my intuition and trust that and then don't judge. Just see the neutral thing as a result and keep trusting myself in the next experience that I have. Mm -hmm. Right? Because if we judge it, we will stop trusting our our, our intuition. Trust self is so huge in this, <laughs> in integrating this <laughs> into our daily life. Would you not say this is like the main ingredient? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, and there's no like explanation for it, right? Or no, um, there's no, um, how can we say like, we've got uncertainty in, those, in, the, in that trusting. Yes. We have to trust and that there's that certainty there in the trusting part, like, that's what I need to do. And we trust yes. that, right? Yes. But we open to all possibilities. Yes, yes. This is very interesting because I, I feel truly, well, I think one of the gifts for me, you know, to have the burnout was I was very mind-driven before then. Very analytical, very decisive. And I, it's really, it's fear-based. I was, I, was un- I was automatically anticipating problems. And this is why I was very good in my job because I was almost always on the lookout looking what could be uh, disturbed and then I would prevent or put a measure or I will help my team to, to prevent that. I, it's always like a, a mantra to, to think two steps ahead. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And this is fear-based, <laughs> definitely. Because I was, saying, I was assuming that problem is going to come and I don't like it, so I'm going to prevent it. That was very mind-driven and because it's very tangible. And then moving into the heart, is quite something else and trusting the intuition is really a big big topic because this is actually what we need every day because i think changes happens all the time and very often we have no way of predicting anything or too many things and i wasn't making that connection between vulnerability and trusting self and you know trusting intuition could you help bring in all this together? Sure. Um, well, something that, as you said right now, is when we are at that moment connected without planning ahead, that sometimes we do, but just being there, we can open our heart. And, mm-hmm. and I read one day that we don't need to protect ourselves, but we wake up and we protect ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. We think that we're not good enough, that we have to pretend to be someone we're not or do we achieve something and we put on our shields and our armor and that's the way we go out yes. and that's the way we live. 
Yes. So just trusting ourselves, as you said, and opening our heart to experience every emotion, mm. every emotion, mm. Mm. seeing them as neutral. Sometimes I, I like to, to see them as if I was a hotel, my body, you know, and emotions came in, but they don't stay forever, right? But each one has a message mm -hmm. to give me. And when I try to number, say like the, the ones that I don't like, like shame or um, I don't know, like grieve like I don't like mm. to feel this then I numb but I numb the whole thing like I shut down the hotel you know I shut down my body and I shut down for all of them even for joy connection empathy you know like yeah. gratitude so if we open our hearts to really feel all of them and know that there's no good or bad emotion but just like necessary emotions or messengers we will be able to trust more who we are Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes our fear, right? Like we can't imagine how wonderful and how amazing we are. So mm -hmm. we think we have to be something mm -hmm. for the outside world to, to say, I see you, right? Yeah. Or you're lovable. Yeah. But it will never be enough. Even if somebody says that or you reach to be, I don't know, a CEO that you always wanted to be that, then it's what's next. Because mm, there's, there's always the next, yeah. Yes. So yes. trusting that part and and. We have to risk, right? We have to risk our, our, even our old role. Like, we, okay, I won't play this role anymore. So I have to risk that change to the uncertainty of, I don't know what's going to happen even in relationships. People will mm -hmm. go like, whoa, you always say yes. Why are you saying no? You know, I ask for something, you always say yes. Yes. And, and we will have those, those changes and we will be emotionally exposed to feel everything. Mm -hmm. Because people don't judge us. They judge. We judge. But we don't, it, nothing is personal in this life. So if we open our heart to feel everything, we will be able to, to listen to that voice, as mm -hmm. you said, that intuition to move yes. in life as we are. Vulnerability has three things, as you said. It is uncertainty, it's risk, and it is emotional exposure. So basically, we, we feel vulnerable when we are taking risks. Mm -hmm. And then when we are emotionally exposing ourselves and when we are facing uncertainty. Is it vulnerability if we only have two out of three or one out of three? Um, I don't know if we can have one. I've never thought of it. Like <laughs> in uncertainty, you're open to feel that That's uncertainty. That's true. Right? Yes. Like you're risking that not knowing. So I think they come like a, a combo. The yeah. three of them go together. Uh, inseparable. Yes. Does it do justice if I say that vulnerability is a feeling that emerge in the center of our heart or maybe even in our belly when we are taking risks, when we face uncertainty and emotionally exposed? Um, good question. <laughs> I think Yes, it's a feeling. And I would say also it's a way of living. It's right? a feeling and a way of living. Okay. Yeah, I would, yeah, like a daily practice, something we live up to. That The way we can express our true selves is through vulnerability. The way we connect with others is through vulnerability. Okay. Yeah. This is, oh, very, yeah. very, this is very helpful. The way we are connecting to others is through vulnerability. The way we show up and express ourselves is... Yeah through vulnerability yeah beautiful you know i was so scared of this word 
like literally <laughs> before I was like no it, I'm not vulnerable no 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 yes it's scary yeah and, and it's and it's related to weakness mm. but as we always is like the first myth Brene um, really digs into that but there's never been a time you can just like I don't know imagine someone that you value that you admire that it's something courageous yeah that doesn't have those three aspects in That's that true. This. Like when someone stands up to sing, when someone starts a new business, doing a podcast, whatever it is, those three ingredients are there and, and it has nothing to do with weakness, right? Like yeah. just uncertainty, my goodness, staying there yeah, without yes. knowing what's next, yeah. <sighs> risky, yeah. wow, exposed, yeah. like yeah. wow. But we don't believe that we are like that. We, want, we, we think others are vulnerable and we don't right? Yes. That's the first thing we look in others, but the last thing we want to show, because we believe that if we show who we are and somebody says like, oh no, you're not good enough, or why are you asking this? Mm -hmm. Then we will believe that story that we're telling ourselves that we're not good enough. Yeah. Right. But that yeah. we rather stay like this superficial connection or just like low radio instead of really playing big yes. and showing who we are. Yes. So in order to play big, we definitely need to experience and to live integrating vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's, that's who we are, right? And, and that's the only way that we will let go of that role that we thought we were to really live fully mm -hmm. as who we are. What can we say to ourselves, Nana, when we, we share our story, which came mm -hmm. from the heart, and the person that was on the other side we're dismissing this or attacking this. You know, the, the, the way that I would also in, uh, have in my mind is what the troll, for example. You know, we, you know how sometimes in the social media, you, are, you genuinely wanted to share something with a, a very good intention for yourself. And then the troll says something back or dismissing it or attacking you back. Or some people that you have chosen to open your heart to, dismissing it and even saying, oh, you have a problem, you're oversensitive, you know, this kind of judgment mm -hmm. that you often hear, you, over, you overthink or you overfeeling, you're too sensitive, all these things. So what can one say to themselves to get over the hurt? Mm -hmm. That's From great. Exposing themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, as you said, first we have to be clear why we are sharing what we're sharing, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. it's things that we are okay sharing. And then Practicing courage, vulnerability as well. Mm -hmm. That it's the same thing. We're, we ask, you know what? I'm going to share something I would love for you too. And then we ask for what we need. But we can't ask for something if we don't think we deserve it. Mm. Right? So one thing is we have the courage to ask that it's a vulnerable thing to do because we know that that might not happen. Right? Mm -hmm. The other person could dismiss what we're saying or say uh, comments, not to us, but we receive those. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing to ask for what we need and the other to know that the other person is also dealing with things, mm -hmm. not to, to accept their uh, response, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but to understand and to take and to have the best generous assumption of what they're going through. And what I think in my life and what I uh, always share with my groups is that whenever you try to share something with someone and they're not being empathetic with you, even if you ask for what you need at that moment, it's a time for you to be with yourself, mm. right? To really stay with yourself and to know like, I'm here with you. And yes, you're feeling, for example, shame. You can always reach out. 
always talk to a friend, you know what, I feel with another one. But if that person is not there, you can always be with you. And that's life, life telling you it's your turn, right? Mm. It's your turn of knowing that you can give yourself whatever you need. Mm. Not to stop connecting with other people and asking for what you need, but to really try in that moment to know the power that we have to be with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can always circle back if we are in the other, for example, if I'm the friend that wasn't being empathetic with you, I can always circle back and mm-hmm. say, you know what, Astuti, you told me this and I wasn't being, uh, you know, I respond to, the, to you this way. I'm sorry, I want to do it again or I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. We can always try that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you say to actually get back to ourselves, if we, we couldn't find another person to, to share this with, practically, what can people do for this? Mm-hmm. Well, um, we practice self-compassion and you can always like stay with yourself, take deep breaths and, mm-hmm. and honor what you're feeling. That's mm-hmm. so important. Yes. Instead of it's okay, don't worry, you know, move on. Like it was okay for you to share. We don't have to, to tell ourselves nothing but I'm here with you. You know, like mm-hmm. it's okay to feel shame, whatever we're feeling, just mm-hmm. to honor our body, to feel that. Because it's like we open again the hotel, right? And, and the yes. message is there. Like, how much am I worthy when the other person doesn't see me? When the other person mm-hmm. doesn't respond the way I want it? Mm-hmm. Am I letting those things define who am I and how worthy I am? So it's a time just to be with ourselves, to honor that feeling. And then we can move through. We can mm-hmm. always reach out again and share the story with somebody else or even with the same person. In whenever we time. feel to, yes, mm. whenever we feel to. And that moment, we have to be very clear not to want things to be okay, because that has happened to me. That I feel that, oh, I'm not good with this friend, and what can I do to be okay? Mm. Because I can't stand being, mm. it's not okay, and it's okay not to be okay. So I had to, okay really to wait. Okay. Mm. Uh-huh. I had to wait and to know the intention of reaching out again. Like, what's mm. my intention for mm. me to feel? you know, better that everything's okay or to really, I care for the relationship and I would love to, you know, say something again. Mm. And again, without expecting a result to be what I wanted, you know, to be mm. very clear on why I do what I do. Yes. I think this is, this is often happens when, when we're trying to communicate something with people and we didn't get the exact reaction we wanted. We keep on repeating this without changing the inten- intention and not changing also the, I call it the spikes <laughs> because we wanted to, we wanted to get a certain validation or a certain confirmation that it's okay to feel this way, that it's justified when it's actually us that mm-hmm. needs to say it's okay because it is hurtful yes. what was being said and I'm hurt and it's okay that I feel embarrassed for not be able to for not being able to do certain things or to be in a certain way basically very important because it's is to sit with yourself to breathe and to acknowledge and allow mm-hmm. the feeling and to talk to yourself like you would talk to someone you love right mm. and even in, in the body we can try to putting our hands on top of our hearts or to giving mm-hmm. ourselves a hug yes. i remember the first time i did that i felt so uncomfortable yeah. like i'm hugging myself in my closet you know like and boy it helps a lot you know like it it's you start learning that you don't you don't depend on other people it doesn't mean that we don't need connection of course we do but 
you don't depend on others to be okay with yourself. We don't play a victim anymore. We start mm-hmm. empowering ourselves to be okay mm-hmm. and to have conversations and to love a little bit more unconditionally because sometimes yeah. we condition love, but you know, like without expecting others to do things that maybe it's our turn to do for ourselves and to discover that mm. love we have inside of us. Is it enough when we it's only us justifying these feelings and not getting it from the other person we want to speak about this? Mm-hmm. I think it depends. I mean, mm-hmm. there are situations when, when I believe, like, for example, if I have a discussion with a friend, you know, and I'm okay with myself, that's okay for me right now. But always reaching out to somebody else helps. You know, mm-hmm. it, it depends on, on what you need. But if you always stay with yourself, then like, okay, this is okay. I'm with myself. I'm with myself. We lose the capacity to connect with others. Or not the mm-hmm. capacity, but we lose the opportunity. Mm. to share you know our feelings with other people and and to have this shame resilience that part of it is to reach out with others and to share our stories that they don't define us but at the same time in our human experience they have they we feel right we feel yeah. ashamed we feel yeah. when we share with others we both heal we both grow mm-hmm. it's, it's something that it's a magical connection between both of us sometimes I do feel myself that I'm with myself trying to you know like hey man it's okay it feels you feel this way I'm here with you and then I can reach out with somebody and share my experience and sometimes I need it right away like if I'm have a trouble with my boss then I'll reach out with my husband or somebody you know like hey I need to tell you this or I need to share this yeah the only thing is to know that whenever we reach out for somebody and that person is not there it's a great opportunity that they are telling us be with yourself and of course mm-hmm. always reach out you know like but just know that it's okay to come with, with yourself to be with yourself and to connect with others in my mind and also a lot of people were asking how can i build my vulnerability muscles do you yeah. have a few things that you can share Okay, well, as everything, gratitude and all of these amazing topics, it's a practice. I've seen it in my life. Understanding first what it is, of course, and then be willing to to stay there and to practice. Maybe it's one minute, you know, that Mm -hmm. I had this conversation or I said something that's nonsense, but I raised my hand and said, I don't understand this. Or Mm -hmm. can you please, or I went to a class, you know, um, as I said, some class that I'm not used to, or I tried something new. Something that even if it seems like a small step, yeah. it's a big step, you know? Yeah. So we start and we, and we keep on doing that. But we have to be, as, as I said, very clear on why we do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with relationships it's harder, but then we go, okay, do I want to stay resentful with myself or do I want to have this conversation? Mm-hmm. Maybe that moment you don't want to and you have to love yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and honor that maybe that's not the time and the situation is still teaching you something and there's a reason you haven't spoke with that person or whatever it is, trying to get married or having a divorce or, you know, starting something new. There's a reason for everything, but we just have to, to be willing to try. Mm. Maybe once, maybe in a small, and then you're going to feel better. Yeah. Even if it hurts in the relationship, you know, you're going to feel more aligned and, you, and we will want to do that more and more. More often, yeah. Yeah. More often, yes. So 
consistently taking this, that, as you say, staying in there and consistently go there, be there, stay there. And over time, it will be a bit easier because you will do it more often and maybe longer. And there are more variety of topics that you would be very happy to be much more open about. Hope, yeah. Open, that's right. Open about. And for example, I, I had, I always wanted to share, um, my blog and to write about it. Mm. And it took me a long time to mm. do that. I was of course afraid of what people's going to think. I wanted everything to be perfect. Like I, I had my, you know, my shame things around it. And then I, sh I started, mm. but why didn't I start it before? Because I won't say I wasn't ready. The situation was still teaching me, you know? Yes. Until I said, okay, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> let's do it. And, and those are the small things. If we start looking in our lives, there are a lot of vulnerability moments that we've had through, you know? And there are others that we numb, that we don't want to feel. But we will be experiencing more joy as well. Mm -hmm. Sometimes more pain because we will allow ourselves to feel, mm -hmm. right? And we, and we don't want to, but when we allow ourselves to feel, we will our, allow ourselves to feel all of the things that we want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As a people who are, was not sharing, but receiving this, mm -hmm. this uh, openness from somebody, how can we differentiate vulnerability that is genuinely vulnerability, uh, which is for connections, to vulnerability in a way that is just allowing them to stay in a victim position? Well, I think we, we might um, perceive, perceive that. Mm -hmm. We are like connected and open, but the thing is, what do we want to do? Do we want to create the space for that person to express themselves, even if it's as a victim role? Maybe we can ask them, shall I share something? Do you want to hear a different way? Like just creating the space will help us and will help them. If we see, as a re I had a situation with a friend that it was repetitive, you know, mm -hmm. like they always called me and she wanted like three hours uh, sharing her story and and I was like, no, of course I liked it because I, I love um, helping people. Mm. But then it was like, oh my God, like not anymore. I don't want to answer the phone. And instead of being rude, yeah. I had to be very clear how I was and on what were my boundaries. So I had to talk to her. It was a long time ago. Like, you know what? I see that, that you're struggling with this and that you really want to share. And it's okay. I would love to. But I also feel that I have this to do or that I, if you want me to share something like, I see that you're struggling with the same thing and you don't want to move mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. because that's what happens when we play a victim role. We want to stay there and, yeah. Yeah. and we can't help the other people. Right. Yeah. So we have to be very clear on what are we capable of doing? Where are we in the, in that situation? But with a lot of, of love and, and empathy. Right. And it's okay to set those boundaries because mm. as Renee says, clear is kind. When we're clear on what's okay and what's not okay, we're being kind with ourselves and with the other person. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that boundary will help them mm -hmm. realize something that maybe they didn't realize before, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, so you're absolutely right. From my own experience and also reflecting on the experiences of a lot of my clients, definitely I think people didn't realize they were sitting on the victim mode. They didn't mm -hmm. think they were until somebody kind enough and brave enough to tell them something from a loving place saying, look, I've heard this for three times now. I've heard this for two years now. What would you prefer to do? 
I have uh, come to that place where I said, look, I have heard this. And this was to my own mother, unless we are going to move it somewhere or unless this is something that you're not going to do something about, I probably will say to you, can we please speak about something else? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. yeah, so it's it's really hard because it was my mother. <laughs> and she was like, really what? Hard. Yes. And we, and we, and we would, we want to help, right? We, yes. Yeah, we have good intention, even the one that's sharing. But maybe as you said right now and asking like, could I ask like, why are you sharing this? And really, mm. if they're willing to, right? Because sometimes yes. they're not willing to hear, but like, what's the intention around it? Because as you said, sometimes they don't know. They don't yeah. realize that they're playing that role or they're so attached to it that they don't know a different role. Yes. That's the role they play their whole life, right? Yes. So just giving them the opportunity if they're willing to, to think about like why and go the why under the why. Right? Yes, the why under the why. Oh, yes. Like, and how are you feeling with those things when you're sharing? Do you feel free? Do you feel, you know? Yeah. So maybe that will help them as well. By now, I do know you already know what you need to do. Let me just say it one more time for all of us. Commit. Commit to one to two actions that can help you to be connected to yourself, to be in that space of vulnerability. It will enrich your life and your journey to contribute and grow. If you need a support, reach out to me at www.upliftmylife.today as I'm offering a free of charge 30 minutes discussion on how you can do that, overcoming the barrier. If you want to get in touch with Nena, feel free to reach out to her and find her in Facebook and Instagram under the name of Nena Martinez. Se trata de nosotros. And you can also find her in LinkedIn under the name of Nena Martinez. So, we will both see you again in the next episode where we're going to talk about how to show up as better leaders and managers at the workplace, integrating vulnerability. See you then!